0: Y'all don't know oh. what oh, I went through. you we have a card in
1: your hands right now. <laughs> Nike Talk was that place that spiraled what you enjoy now. Anyone who brought a, a Kobe shoe in, I'll clean it for free. Man, I was bringing a lot of people in the league. I in saw
0: picture. that my favorite jersey's he's got one. The Barkley
1: Kobe Bores.
0: episode 38 this is the dandan and rj machismo podcast this is dandan it's rj machismo what's going on everybody all right so tonight tonight we got a rip repeat uh guest we got the original the one and only the well-respected the legend the legend his name is his name (laughs) you know what i mean if you know you know without further ado, we got we got the homie and a good friend of ours. We got Kevin Bailey. How are you doing today? I mean, how are you, you doing tonight?
1: <laughs> hey man, it's it's what it is. We gonna do something different. Like I peeped every show, y'all doing it, Daniel and RJ Machismo, mm-hmm. man. I'm like, we gotta bring it tonight. So oh, yeah. I went to DC Museum and Mo <laughs> and G shouted them. They kind of looked out for me, but we outside. Like this, yes, we <laughs> outside. You gotta know, even all Kansas Avenue, that's what we doing. I ain't front of no computer, ain't no bunch of sneakers behind me. We we we, we going hood tonight. We, we taking this right. outside. Oh, we, man. I hope you got a, a battery, battery pack. You got like a chair <laughs> or something to sit on. Hey man, it's nothing. We gonna we, we gonna do this how we gonna do it. So I'm going to walk oh. these streets and we gonna just go. Questions you got? But. Global warming is real right now. It's like 74 degrees on this August day in DC. It is next. I got on jeans right now, man. So <laughs> I put on all, white, oh, all, all white.
2: White. <laughs> the white. white.
1: The game is jacked up right now. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to curse, but I put on all white tonight. And again, shout out to the most shout out to G at DC Museum. We're about to purify the sneaker game tonight, man. We're going to do what we need to do to get this thing right, man, because it's a lot of just foolishness going on, man. So we're taking it back to the streets, taking it back to where it was. Try to get a foundation back, man, before we get shut down again with this doggone virus. Yep. And um, it's a lot we gotta discuss, man. So let's get it in. But in the words of Jada Kiss, we outside. <laughs> we outside. I'm in Northeast. I'm in Northeast. I ain't behind my computer. I ain't out my I'm outside. So you wanna holler at me, man? I'm out here. I there stay there. out here. It's your yes, boy. Yes. I'm back home.
0: <laughs> yes, home sir. Home is home from the two oh yes. live from the two oh two. Oh this man, Don't the sign.
1: You gotta show the there sign. Man. Yeah. Out here, man, so again, man, shout out to y'all, man. Shout shout out to everybody, man. Like y'all are one of the few out here doing it right and the growth and progression of what's going on. I'm just proud to be a part of it. And um, let's get it, man. I don't know your format of what we are doing, but just want hey. to do something untraditional, man, because um again, man, I just wanted to bring something different to the table. Absolutely. Y'all know I'm kind of untraditional anyway. Um, so let's get it, man. I'm out here in the streets, man, it feel lovely out here, man. Y'all got me feeling good. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have to get dressed for this occasion, man, because it's something special. So let's do it. Let's go.
0: All right. So we we're, we're gonna roll with me first. So um, you know, a lot of lot, lot lot of catching up, but you know, we'll definitely get there, uh, big cab. So um, back in June of uh, this year, uh, New Balance had their first DC inspired release of the 992s. Uh It's called the Discovery colorway. So that was designed by June Sanders from uh, DTLR. So. My question to you is, Kevin, um, how important is that collaboration to the DMV, and how did that? What did it mean to you?
1: Man, let me um, make sure I just take two minutes, because Dan, you know me for over twenty years, I could be very long-winded. Um, oh, let me be, let me be clear, transparency so first and foremost. Um, a lot of stuff came about with that shoe that kind of brought not only old DC back, but the old sneaker culture back. And people don't understand. Um, How thorough, and how intuitive, and how integral um, Mr. Sanders is, and to be a part of that release um, meant a whole lot to me because I've been in the city since a kid, and I remember going to P.G. Plaza and Wonder Plaza at Howard, and it it never being too much drama, um, getting shoes, and everyone is conformed to this drama and this BS for where the game has gone. So even guys that maybe got five, 10, 15 years in the game, they conform to what the game has become. And June reversed all of that with the release. And June has been, you know, spitting out new balances in this area for years now, as far as having the own Merlin colorway and a race car colorway. But the way the game has gotten kind of evolved the past couple of years, it's almost like a stars is a line in which he did a DC shoe. The colorway was perfect. And, the way they did the release, it kind of just showed that once you have the right people in place and the right figures in place, the game can go back to where it was, to where it was about the love. It was about grabbing a sneaker. It was about community. It was about fellowship. And being out there at that location on Rhode Island a- Avenue, I could just break it down to you. The way I already knew what, what was going on, Now it's was kind of a part of it, but I wanted to kind of just show people online and through IG what was going on. But we were out there, 8 o'clock line, everybody out there chilling. We had our chairs, we conversed about everything from the Wizards to Washington football team to politics and store closed open up at 10, 11 o'clock. They opened up an hour early. June showed up with his crew, gave people water. He was there to actually greet people, to hand them their shoes, to shake their hands, say thank you for supporting. Everyone else out there got their shoe. Um, people who wore 13, they were promised their shoe later. And I'm gonna be honest with you and RJ, it was a drop as of yesterday of a re-release of that shoe. And you got to be in these streets because ain't nobody online say nothing. Ain't nobody. Yeah. But you got to be in these streets. So yeah. it's been already three or four drops of that shoe in kids and our sizes. Um, and Dan, I'm still trying to get your dog on size because see seems like everybody wears a like, freaking 12. But <laughs> even as of last Saturday, I picked up two more pair for other people because they still dropping at the stores. So um, given that's going on, man, it meant a whole lot to me because... We used to take 993s, and actually we had our own like person at a cleaners up on Upshur Street, uptown, that actually used to make a flag for us to put behind the 993. He charged like 50 bucks to sew it on, and we used to do that back in the day. So for Junior to do what he did to have you know that 3 stars, two stripes in the back of that shoe, and where you crease the shoe the most to where it gets the most damage, it's all black. I mean, it's certain things he did to make sure – the shoe's already unstructured as it is, but, you know, you could beat it a 992 really, really quickly. And the way that she was composed with the colorway and everything, it only represents D.C., but it just represents the culture overall. And everything worked out and how the release went. Minnesota Avenue, Rhode Island Avenue, you're talking about my down, but you're talking about towns, you're talking about St. Charles, like everywhere you went, Boresville. You ain't hear one incident. You, know, you may have heard some people maybe just getting irate because they just being them. But overall, man, you heard nothing about that release at all as far as any drama, or anything. And that's how it's supposed to be. So unfortunately, the shoe did retail at 200, um, 116 kids. And usually, you know, because of StockX, Goat, and whatever, probably got to pay double of that. And that's the game now. So a lot of people have been around here just flipping, but um, mm-hmm. it's what it is, man. So with that shoe, me being a native from the city, It wasn't just having a shoe that had my flag on it or my city, but it was also just the totality of the release and how the release went. And that brought on more to just the funkiness and of of the shoe in general, man. So from top to bottom, just not the shoe and the shoe design and it being exclusive to the city or to this area, at least as far as the metropolitan area, but how June went about that release. And he was actually very adamant about that release going a certain way. Donate a whole lot to homeless, believe it or not. They were actually in the street just giving shoes out to people. Um, so it was all about like old 80s, 90s DC. And um, hopefully they could do it again with a part two of that colorway because um, I connected with a lot of people in that release. People I ain't seen in years, people I ain't never met. And it was like all love, man. It was all love that day and that morning. And um, I just wanted to just kind of be a videographer and just show people from top to bottom how things went that day as a spectator and people didn't know who I was until I actually got there and it wasn't about that. So it don't matter who you was, if you was big G or if you was, you know, Chuck Brown's son, it ain't, it ain't matter. Like you had to be in line, get your shoe, but everyone got their shoe was guaranteed their shoe, man. So um, it was a lovely thing for the culture for DC. And I hope June does it again. Now that the speaker game has gotten up to where it is to where he gets the credit he deserves, but he also can get the credit for doing the release how it's supposed to be. So again, so I'm behind this flag because people are doing stuff like that in pockets to bring the culture back the way it belongs.
0: Absolutely. I mean, that that, that was important. I mean, for me, I even tried copying online, like at the DTLR website, sold out in like 10 seconds. It was stupid. Seconds. Yeah. She tried to RG, right?
2: Yeah. it was gone, man. I'm like, but what you know. the
1: hell? I'm like. And then give I, me I our size. You... Again, t- text me aside because once I'm at a store, like, I rush to a store once I hear, but insiders, employees, their friends, so forth. So I can get to a store, usually it's eight and a half and, and and you know, nines left and so forth. But give me our size, man. When yeah. they drop a- another store again, man, y'all are covered, sir. Hey, I appreciate that. It was a great, it's a
2: great thing that he did that, though, man. Like I said, you know, that's how it should be done. You know, just the way he did it. Like, I was watching your videos, and you know, that's that's a great thing, and you you yeah, weren't no, exactly.
1: pair at the store. Like yeah. they had like you're talking about four four to five full-size runs in everything, and yeah. if they didn't have it, they made sure P people got them from other exactly. stores and so forth. So um people were actually mad that they weren't limited. Like it's the game has gotten foolish, man. The game has gotten foolish, so it is yeah. We'll yeah. tackle
2: that a little later on, but you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so like yeah. prop
1: props to June Sanders,
0: you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. hopefully he you know he gets to watch this, but you know, he, he did it right. He did it right for everyone, not just for the DMV, but as far as the, um, you know, a, uh, a shoe designer and the execution, the marketing, everything just came into play. And then it's all love, you know, like- yeah, we were setting saying, the like, example,
2: he, man, yep. you know.
0: He was giving out water bottles. He's greeting out everybody, personally thinking people. And then like you were saying, like Big Kev said, like if he didn't get your size, he will make sure he, he'll try to, he'll make do sure. his best to like- find another store that has your size so that that's love man i mean i hope you know i hope a lot of um a lot of people would you know make an example of what june did because that's that's out of love that's all of heart no matter wh- if you're from this uh, you know maybe it's a culture thing maybe it's, D- it's the dmv because we're so you know we're so uh tight-knit as a family and that's why it's those are those are the things that it's missing nowadays they're that close-knit Definitely. watching out for each other um and yeah, he instilled that, you know, on that release in June. And I can't, I'm just like blown away like how that reception was.
1: Yeah, man, it was one person. Um, funny story, it may be on camera, so I got to see who recorded it, but some guy pulled up in some dunks and tried to like get in front of the line. What the? Literally. And if you would have <laughs> saw the 20 people in front of us, I didn't have to say anything. You know me, Dan, you know, I'm going to say something. Mm-hmm. But, like the 20 people behind me was like, we ain't having that here. So it was like one dude that tried to try to pull that off. And it was like, nah, matter of fact, you go to the you go way to the back. So it was like a whole line, like kind of just shamed him almost. And he tried to say, like, my bad, I know it was going. Come on now, dog. Like it was but that that went on and it, it was shut down real quick. And it was just funny because everybody was like, it's all love out here, man. Like, what are you doing? We know you got your, you know, your uniform on and your supreme and your dunks you had to put on. But man, everybody was out there just chilling. And it was just, that's <laughs> the game.
0: Yeah, that's the game. Yeah, that's that's crazy. But yeah, prop props to June Sanders. He did a you know hell of a job. You know with that collab with DTLR So much love to him. Um, So uh, I think RJ, we're gonna
2: get this one. Yeah, because you know, big Kev man. You know, I wasn't here last year when we did you know when we did podcast. So I want to know this from your opinion, man. Like, you know, being in the '90s, Nike's basketball sneakers, like what. What made it famous in your opinion? You know, those classics, you know, those classic basketball sneakers, in your opinion?
1: Honestly, man, you're talking about a company who really encapsuled three main things. One, grabbing the best designers in the history of shoes. You're talking about shoes that are probably 20, 30 years old now that are still getting retro to this day. That now you're talking about generations still wanting these shoes. So that's one, grabbing the best designers. Um, two, the marketing and advertising, put that into one, um, is just historic. You got my daughter who never saw Penny Hardaway live in an Orlando jersey, who was a Penny Hardaway fan at 14 years old. She was born in 2007. What the man. hell does she know about Penny Hardaway? <laughs> yeah. That's all Nike. That's right. all Nike, man. So between getting the best designers, the best marketing, and the best advertising, and third and most importantly, grabbing the best athletes. I don't care what you're selling. If you don't have the people behind it to make it believable, you're selling firecrackers that are going to just go to plunk. And you're talking about everyone from a Jordan to a Bo Jackson to a Deion Sanders to, you know, you name the athlete in whatever sport. They were top two in their position, if not top five in the entire league. So yeah. you're talking about having an athlete who's performing at a historical Hall of Fame rate very, very early in his career, wearing a shoe design that is absolutely bonkers and out of this world yeah. over and over and over again. Till this day, that era, um, is like, still getting retrograde. Like right now, I'm trying to get the guys on campus to remake the black and gray Bo Jackson with a 34 yeah. in the back with, with, with the gray suede with the right shine on, on, on the side where it's actually that carbon fiber shine on the side. And I told him, that you can sell that shoe for 350 if you put the right materials on it. It, <laughs> it will go. So yeah. stuff like that that's still going on that's historic that I know once they make that shoe again it's going to be a wrap. So um, those three things, man. And you got to think, everyone did their thing at that time. Yeah. It was even. I would say when I first was about Probably when I was eight years old, so I'd say 88 89. You got to think, man, Reebok, Nike, they were kind of dead even, and then all of a sudden things just went up with Nike. And you, Reebok had Shaq, they had Kemp, they couldn't keep up because Nike was was grabbing them people, and then yeah. the advertisers and commercials, every, everyone had, had to follow them, you know what right. I mean? So um, give Nike credit, man, for putting a stranglehold on the game that's so historic that 50 years from now, people are still going to want those shoes and those designs. Yeah. No disrespect, there's new technology and stuff but people still want the nostalgia of stuff that now that their father or even grandfathers wore. Who does that in any generation or any genre outside of music? And Nike was able to do that, man. So it's uncharacteristic and unpleasant for you to have a style from the 70s that's still relevant, people still want 2020. But that's what Nike was able to do, man. So again, yeah. marketing, advertising, having the best athletes, having the best designers, man. They killed the game for life. For life. A Jordan 5 would still be around 2085, dude. Trust me.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: It I will know.
2: be. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. So speaking of Penny Hardaway, man, you know, I love phone posits, you love phone posits, the whole DMV love the phone posits. In your opinion. I want to know what caused the decline of it, you know, like the the downfall, I guess if you want to call it that. And do you think he's ever going to come back as far as like, you know, everyone getting it again, the hype shoes and all that. So I want to know your take on that.
1: Well, speaking of which, I don't want to be a geek and take off my shoes, but I had to throw <laughs> on the, nine, the nine, 99s for y'all. Just let me get in the light, in the DBC light, show y'all. Had thrown a 99. Oh,
2: yes, sir.
1: 99. So on the, the DC side.
0: <laughs> period. period.
1: Period. Got to. But the answer your answer, um, the answer to your question, RJ, I can tell you um two main things. One, first and foremost, Nike increasing the price of the phone posits and decreasing the quality. And they know that the phone posit is not the same. It's it's softer now. They know they're cutting costs and they're raising the prices. And two, the game in which popularity, celebrities, social media runs this thing. And the circle right now, the phone posit and the Air Force One is kind of down. But the dunk was there for how long? It just comes back up again. So that's the reason why it's dead, because of the quality, the colorways they're bringing out and the price of them. And no celebrity is, is, is rocking him now, unfortunately. What's going to happen, and you're hearing this here first on the Dan and RJ podcast, <laughs> baby. Yes, sir. What they're going to do, and you're hearing this from me, I'm not going to give you the exact time, but I'll go ahead and say because I ain't not want to let my source kill me. The next 24 months, the OG vaults are coming back out. The tomatoes are coming back back out as far as the actual pros, and the whole game is going to change. Because everyone's going to be on those again. And those, the quality of them are going to be what they're supposed to be. And before you know it, dunks are down, air maxes are down, and foam are right back up to the stature that they once were. And that's what's going to happen. It's going to happen that quick because that's how fickle the game is right now. Yeah, but once the is. black Hulk pros come out, once they do the pennies again in the right color hue and those tomatoes come out, it's going to be – the game is going to be over. And once they do yeah. the Carolina pros, the game is going to be over. That's all it's going to take. And it's coming in the next 24 months. Mark my words. Y'all going to see a turnaround real quick. If everyone all of a sudden being phone positive here, it's all over again. <laughs> it's I oh know God. how the game is, man. I know, know how the game know. is. Are we, to are, crazy, are, we, are we getting, so, I
0: mean, I don't, I don't want to blow your, your, your source cap, but um, are we getting an, an, an appropriate uh, retro of the, 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 the pro foams?
1: The thing is with that, you got to think, that pack is not that old. That's true. And the pack they came out with that, that was the last pro I say that was done and built the right way. I still have mine. And you would think mine were dead stock because I've never cleaned them, but they are real phone positive. You throw them on and that's it. So the thing with that is that pack is not that old. So yeah.
2: mm.
1: I'll say you probably gotta give it a few more years for those. But people slept on that pack and I got rid of the other shoe. But uh, those that out. came in that pack <laughs> were just very close to what Ray Allen wore and yeah. he got game. Yeah. Like extremely close. So if you can get a pair of those now with the game being where it is right now, phone posits, it may be a good idea because they used the right phone posits. It's not as soft. Um, and again, it's indestructible the way it should be. And it's in the most to your foot like a foam used to. So they went old school on that one. I'm not sure because the factory they used or what have you. That's the last one before they started using this real soft stuff in which, you know what I'm saying, you put your fingerprint on it or, or you put your fingernail on it and it leave, leaves a line. You know what I mean? It's just, it's stupid. Yeah, wow, so but, let, but let the me, pearls are gonna be a problem because of just how recently they came out, yeah, and, you know, the, the <laughs>
0: hype of it, too. You know what I mean? Like, like you were saying, like, you know, I think me, me and you were talking about it, too. You know, we, we knew some point that foam and me and RJ, too. Like, at some point, foam posits will come back, they're gonna yeah. come back when people least expect it, and now everyone's gonna be a foam, you know, foam head. Where they're gonna start getting all these ridiculous color, you know, all the color with the Spider-Man colorway, <laughs> the the Vault colorway that's just yeah. sitting. People are gonna be like, "Those are my grails." You know what I mean? Those, and then you know the um, what is it like the fighter jet foams, the Phoenix the Chrome foams, yeah, the
2: mirror mirror joints, mirror joints. <laughs> the, what was yeah.
0: the last one they did? The the, the one with the multiple uh, the the multi check ones, the with well, the All Star joints too. Yeah, yeah All Star joints.
2: They're, them joints sat down. I mean, they sat in stores too for some reason. DTLR yeah. had them joints.
1: Yeah, man. Because the phone possum joints is just is like it's soft. Like yeah. so, mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all. Once the Carolina Pros come out, them Tomato Pros, the OG Pennies, and then them Black bots, it's it, it's going yeah. it's going to be a wrap. Yeah. And once the Duds come out on top of those, it's going it's going to be a wrap all over again. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So right. another question for you, Big Kev. Um. Yeah, I you know, we, we know like the, the flight pauses came out, you know, with some, you know, okay colorways. They can't, you know, they did a pretty bad job with the, <laughs> uh, yeah. the, um, the carbon, the printed carbon fiber ones. The one that you, you know, I have them just to have them, but you have the OGs. So what went wrong with the flight pauses at
1: Honestly, I can tell you, and this is with respect to nobody. It reminds me of the music business in which you have people that are in place. who don't know a damn thing about music. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so true. a lot a lot of times you have a lot of people in place who really don't know the ins and outs about the history of, of, of a shoe. And they're in position to just say, hey, let's do it. That sounds good. Or, that looks good. And you need that enthusiast to be like, hold up in your ear. And um, Nike is missing that. And who cares when you're just looking at a board and you're seeing these figures, and it's nowhere down the line where figures are decreasing. And particularly when they're going to this um, DTC model, direct-to-consumer model, it's kind of hard to justify anything when the money is looking right. <laughs> so who cares right. about you, Mr. Enthusiast, Mr. Collector, when I got this number to that prove that this shoe still sold at a certain rate. And if it didn't, we still got this amount from an outlet. And this is what we really paid in production costs. So until someone says it's more than about the bottom line, that's going to happen. Every once in a while, you see where they'll do something right. And they're like, damn, who was a part of this? Because, and that happens, but you got a lot of guys in the boardroom now making decisions um, that because of where things are and how they are pocketing and how they're profiting, it's kind of hard to argue them down that they're doing something wrong. Um, And you already know what the game is different than that. So it reminds me of music a whole lot, man. Like, just because you sold three million copies don't mean that boom bop is is classic. Nah, it it sucked. And, And because you pushed it and people liked it because it was on the radio every whatever, five minutes every hour and, you know I'm so saying, you put money behind it and that's why you can say, hey, so you're kind of manipulating the game almost. And that's what Nike has done. So, um, and technically what you Dan, a lot of these folks now, even our age, they don't really appreciate or admire. They just, their wording is that I'm just glad they brought out something. And that's the <laughs> game now. So back yeah. in our day, we would let stuff sit at DTLR or at Shoe City or Sports Zone, literally on clearance. And then that was like the figure of saying, okay, fine. We got to do this thing right way because the issue set. Yeah. Now the game is people are just so oppressed of being somebody and buying everything. They don't let things just sit to prove a point. We got enough power in the game as consumers, but we don't utilize that power and that's been lost. So hopefully that will come back. It's going to take a generation of folks be like, nah, man, this is some garbage and we ain't gonna buy this no more. And that's going to wake people up when those numbers start looking a little funny. But until then it's what it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like they, they yeah, came it. out with those uh with the the Royal F- Flight Pause ones, right? I mean, yeah. it was a nice concept, but the the execution of the sh- this the you know, the sneaker was terrible. Like, you know, like Kevin was saying like I was talking to Kevin about it. Like the shape of the flight pause is way off. Way off, man. Yep. The hue and of the, the
1: color is, is whack too. It didn't have to be that way cuz we, we got got the be prototype because you got it from Nike talk. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. who you all stole it from. Yep. And you yeah, really. so when y'all want to do it right, y'all can, but it's, it's about cutting costs a lot of times. And um, at the end of the day, it's about business. But yeah. once you up to that echelon, you can do things the right way and, and, and it still be about big business. So again, you got have yeah. the right people in place. And right now, the right, right folks are not, are not in place. And they, again, no blame because the numbers are still looking good. But you already know, you know, once I'm sales start, start, start to dip, then you start to recognize what's going on. So until that happens, yeah. It is what it is.
0: Well, you heard it first from Big Kev. In 24 <laughs> yes, months. Yes, sir. <laughs> phone pauses will make its
1: long-awaited debut. Come back. You will be seeing people flipping phone pauses for five to ten hundred like, It is oh, coming. The same God. way the dunk was dead. Then all of a sudden, it's like, where the dunks come from? And now everybody, in, from, from their mama to champs employees now, dunk heads all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. when, when I cleaned out Williamsburg Outlet three years ago for low-top, Low tops, um, um, Daylight Soul dunks that were thirty nine ninety nine, not exactly. moving A grades. Exactly. Travis Scott like, wears them, and all, all of a sudden, I'm getting three hundred dollars for a shoe I paid twenty nine ninety nine for after my discount. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. My my daughter has a college for now because of Daylight Soul S B S. That all of a sudden someone just made it hot. I mean, it's it's yeah. ridiculous right now where the game is, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like you couldn't. You, like you got clowned for even wearing cause they weren't the highs. And you know, it's yeah. just, it's crazy man, it's <laughs>
2: yeah. crazy. See, that, that's why I was leading to with my next question. Cause you know, I've been watching all your videos, your IG videos and I hear a lot of frustrations, man. So I want to know, well, I want to know what, you, when you say these Chucky heat, uh, there was a Chucky cheese sneakerheads, You know, I want to <laughs> know, I want to know, know what that is. And I want to know from your point of view, what went wrong with the game right now? So you can voice your opinion.
1: Understood, man. I gotta be strategic and calculated because, um, not to be deceitful, but as y'all guys well aware, I'm in the process now of having a, a actual class and a curriculum actually certified, um, just about the game itself. Um, so I'm not trying to leak out too much, but at the end of the day, man, this is what I've experienced these past 24 months, particularly with the pandemic, in which, um, you have guys. And, and Dan can, can attest to this, that we known for you know almost 20 years that all of a sudden the money's too good and they've just defrauded folks. Wow. Or, you got, or, or you got folks now that have conformed to what's going on in which um, instead of being a 41 year old like myself, 25 years in the game and trying to grab the younger generation like this is how you do it. They're now doing what the younger generation does so who does that? Like Michael is supposed to be a mentor to Kobe and to LeBron, not being their competitor, and that's what's going on now. So now you're in a line in which you're seeing guys my age, but then you're seeing people that are my daughter's age, 13. Then you see in that mid ground, and everybody's fighting for the same shoe, and when we all part of the same community, and it's a lot of foolishness going on with guys um, doing stuff for the gram, as they say, and. Mm. I give anybody who's under 30 gets to pass. We're talking about dudes that are my age performing to to this junk. So as far as the, 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 the frauding and, and, and the selling and trading of, of the fake shoes and using people's money as a no-interest in- loan, so you're taking guys' money and you're trying to hustle up to try to find these shoes in their size and you can't find them, then you're holding people's money for five or six weeks and sneaker guys and sneaker culture and I guess what you call sneaker heads, if you will, are the most <laughs> patient dudes ever so mm-hmm. these guys that are doing that that's illegal that to use somebody's money as a no interest loan is illegal but this is what guys do and there's so much going on um i just I, i'm just tired of it because these guys have conformed to the foolishness and they are part of it, which reason why the game is where it is so a lot of my frustrations to me dealing with guys directly and i'm just like like who do you think you're talking to who do you think you are do you really know what you're doing because a lot of guys are very cognizant of what they're doing. And it's a lack of care. It's lack of integrity. It's lack of love for the culture. And as you guys know, man, it spreads. It, it's on, 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 I hate to say it, but it's almost like the COVID-19 virus. It just spreads. That's <laughs> yeah. what the game has become right now. Exactly. So I should not be a damn dinosaur when all you have to do is be honest, be integral, and me being a man of faith that I am, that's to come back in abundance when you do people the right way. And we right. are just in a wicked-ass world right now, excuse my French. And a sneaker game has become that. So I think music sometimes in a sneaker game and sneaker culture reflects the illness of the world, man. So what artist, what MC, what executive is going to bring that back? So that's why I shout out to June Sanders' train. You know what, let us let me make an example. Hopefully this can bring off somebody else doing things the right way. But it's just not, it's frustration of me just dealing with what I deal with every day. So... I feel like I'm a dinosaur, man. I'm like, how does this happen within a matter of a few years? You know what I mean? So everything is about greed. Everything's about gain. And like with anything, man, once that bottom line, once that, that mighty dollar gets it's a part of everybody, you know, you got grandmamas out here that that's, they're thinking of flipping now because they can get a bill paid. So it's what it is now, man. And, mm-hmm. and you know, once that dollar got, got involved and with StockX, with GOLD, with Grail, with everything else everybody out for themselves when we're all a part of the same community. So it's unfortunate for me to see guys robbing each other when y'all part of the same damn circle, man. It's just, it's unfortunate, man. So it's my first question comes in because I always fought that. And damn, I tell you, man, we always were a part of some drama in the culture, but after shaming the dude or putting him up all night talk about what he did and so, so forth, they were the minority. But now that's becoming a majority. And um, once evil and deceit and deception and fraud becomes the majority. You got you got to find somebody to kind of fight that man because that's not the that's not the way you want the world to be, man. I think there's a whole lot more good people in here than it is bad people. But a lot a lot of good people may have just conceded and say, you know what, I'm good. You know, I don't like fighting no more, and I, I'm, I'm gonna keep fighting. So my frustration is, is me me fighting. So that's what it is.
0: So how how yeah. can they how can they make it better? Like what's what, what would be like a starting point for? you know, this current, you know, unfortunate situation that, that everyone's going through as, you know, far as it's like sneaker app and making things like, you know, everything's all limited. Like, how, how can they start as a starting point to make things better, in your opinion?
1: I don't know, Dan, because um, with this direct-to-consumer model, the power is in the consumer, but now you give the power to the consumer and they have the right if you will, for lack of a better word, to make the game what what it is, what it's going to be. So you're talking about a generation or two now, Generation Z and then Generation, you know, whatever, that um, we're not raised with the same morals and the same teachings that you, myself, or, or RJ was. And that's what's going on now. So um, someone taking somebody for $400 is nothing to them. And I'm just like, how you don't have the conscience of knowing that you just, you're a 41 year old man, and you, you just robbed a 16 year old kid and yeah, nothing's in your conscience a- a- at all. Like that's where my frustration comes in because I, I know that goes on and I ain't gonna call nobody by these names. But, um, and a, a lot of these guys, man as well become superstars overnight on IG. So they'll change their name, change their rep reputation. And then Kevin don't forget anything. So I remember who you were five, 10, 15 years ago. And I'll call I'll call out if I have to. So people already know I keep my receipts and I keep my cards. And people think that I'm self-righteous. But to me, it's iron shopping and iron because if I'm calling somebody else out, that's almost a guarantee that I can't do wrong. So almost sharpens me to make sure that I stay on my game because I ain't trying to be like y'all fools. So we got to see what's going to go on in the next couple of years, man, because um, the model's changing. Nike has basically squeezed out the mom, 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 and pop's and people who are mom and pops being bought off by Foot Locker and everyone else. So um, the game is being monopolized, gentrified, if you will, for lack of a better word. And that's going on in in, in every city in America. So we'll see. Right now, I got a big question mark, man, particularly this direct-to-consumer model. And with what's going on now in the world with COVID, everything getting shut down, Um, you know, Amazon holding the world right now. So going to a brick and mortar now is kind of becoming defunct and now that's fading away. It's going to get very interesting these next three years, man. But the game is the going to be here. Just the how we go about it and the people kind of having a public enemy fight the power moment. Um, that happening, the generation knows nothing about that. So it's hard to blame folks who didn't have that kind of foundation. They don't know anything about having the power and, and having rights to say, you know what, we're going to boycott this shoe because Nike's doing this and it not selling and then making the change. People aren't used to people saying, well, they're giving us this, so we're going to concede to just buy it it's a difference in philosophy and in lifestyle and teaching and, and, and experience. So we'll see, man, but, um, it's, it's it's going, it's going to be dark days for a while. It's going to be dark days for a while. Yeah.
2: That's terrible. I agree.
0: All right. So on a lighter note, uh, Kevin, um, we want to flip it to you. So, uh, are there any uh, upcoming projects that you're, you know, that, that you're doing? Any collaborations? Do we? Is there like a, a sneaker collab that you got with New Balance that that we can buy in in the near future? With you know, that has your name on it?
1: I can say that I have appreciated being behind the scenes. And RJ, I know you don't know me personally, but Dan and I have rocked for twenty years now. Before we were dads, before we were husbands, before we sure. even financed our own homes. <laughs> We were out here spending our last minimum wage checks, man, trying, oh, trying man. to get shoes, man. Just We got stories. But um, I have, as outgoing as I am, I'm very introverted and very guarded and very protected. And one day I'm going to write a book with what I've been involved in and, and, and what I've influenced and what I've done in the background. And I enjoy that. So there's a few things going, going, going on now. And um, I am more than excited to still be a part of the game. And not just be pigeon to a brand um, because of who I am and what I've done and um, my consistency and my integrity and my knowledge and me just fellowshipping and wanting everybody to win. So I can tell you, man, um, this fourth quarter is going to, to be huge. There's going to be a few collaborations that I'm going to be promoting and you can put two and two together. So I'm taking pride now and not having my name in the credits at all and kind of being a ghostwriter. But being a true ghost writer, not saying five years later that I wrote this or I have a people, somebody I'm like, nah, I'm, I, I enjoy being a true ghost writer because it's, it, it's more power. Um, it's more, how can I put it? Um, I would say more money, money in that as well, but it's also more ways to step up the ladder. Once people see that you are selfless and, um, that's something that I've developed over time with, with maturity, experience, development, um, having God in my life and, um, once you're good to people consistently, um, it'll come to you in all kind of ways, man. So, people who approach me, who see my face, so forth, man. It's like I'm very—I won't say shy, but I'm not comfortable with the acknowledgement. I'm just like, man, I'm just a regular dude, man. J- just, 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 trying to do good by, by, by folks, man. I'm trying to get in heaven like everybody else. And that's what it's about. Um, but fourth quarter is going to be huge, Dan. So, um, you'll know personally what's going on now that that you asked, but. Um, I'm making sure my, my, my name is, I don't need my name based on nothing these days at all. And that's how I'm rolling.
0: Hey man, if, if, if we can get the, the Kevin Bailey nine, nine, you know, the nine nine threes in a, in a friends and family, you know, collab, you know, me and our, you know, RJ's high size 10, I'm a 12, you know what I mean? Like, you know, if you want to hit us up, you know, we'd we be, <laughs> we'd be more than happy to pay the retail. Yes, sir. Over, you know what I mean? It's so, all good,
1: man. Because the thing with RJ is that no, no matter what shoe comes out, there's at least eight of those at every store dan you wear a quick strike size so everything yeah. you want is a quick strike you can go you want a van and only got one size 12 you know what i mean it's kind of great yeah.
0: right <laughs> and i always get the messed up box everything's yeah. <laughs> like composites always the messed up box the one at the very bottom the one that nobody like the employees don't want to touch yeah. i get and i'm the first you know me and rj are one and two in line at like dtlr true city oh guess what Dan got the uh the messed up box
2: again. Maybe yeah, getting the messed up but <laughs> <all the time. laughs> every time. <laughs> every time. That's crazy. Size 12, man, be popular, that's what, man. But yeah, that's you know what, But you know what um, you
0: know, on a personal like we we are very excited, you know, for, you know, the upcoming uh projects and collaborations that you got Kev um, you know, we can't wait to hear it when it comes public and, you know, I I'm sure you're just going to continue to, you know, do great things with that. Um on, you know, on a lighter note, you know, we're going to switch it from sneakers to sports. So I know, you know, Kev is a, is a big, you know, D.C. sports guy. So I haven't spoken to you personally about it. So um, I wanted to know what was your opinion on the Russell Westbrook trade to L.A.? And um, second part of that, what do you think of the, the new hiring of Wes Unstall Jr.? All
1: right, man, let me time myself. I do put my timer on. Just go to two minutes because <laughs> I don't want to go on a rampage. Let's go. This is your platform. Um, I've been a Washington Bullets slash Wizards fan since 1985, 86. Um, Capital center. I I can tell you guys, every player we had on every roster every year from that point. And to trade a guy that we drafted first overall, did a 10-year bid for us. And a guy we got in return to have the season that he had. And we only got to enjoy that for one season is highway robbery. Um, what Westbrook did, statistically alone in that uniform, would never be done in our lifetime. Um, that's where my frustration comes in because if you're going to trade that away, get a, what I call, ticket seller in return. Yeah. And the Wizards Bullets, historically, have never been able to get a ticket seller in return, after either trading a ticket seller or trading a ticket seller that was prematurely traded. Um, That's when my frustration comes in, to where basically we traded Wall eventually for one season historically, where we could say Westbrook had a jersey on, our jersey on when he broke Oscar Robinson's record. But after that, let's call it what it is, Dan. We got a whole bunch of substitute teachers right now on Mm -hmm. on this roster that, that we traded Westbrook for. And let's not forget, man, yeah, we're the franchise yeah. that traded for um, Wagner and a couple other guys to give the Lakers enough cap space to sign LeBron. So we did that a couple years ago. We were the ones that took on those few players that they had to get rid of for those salaries that didn't work out for us at all. And then we, we helped them again by trading Westbrook. <laughs> and no disrespect to Coombs, like those guys are guys. Don't get it twisted. But we need a superstar in replacement of Westbrook because I think Bill – is a great, i call him a 1.5. And it's, there's nothing wrong with that. Paul George thinks it's a 1.5. A lot of guys in this league are 1.5. If Bill wants to be that one, like we see uh, Steph or we see a Dane or we see a LeBron, this season is going to be that season. I'm not sure, no matter how much the average, if he's about that life. It's going to be about, it's good, now we will see. And that's what to Bill whatsoever. I know how he's developed and so forth, but if he's going to be a number one, this would be that year. If that happens, then trading Westbrook makes sense. I don't hear about flexibility. I don't hear about salary cap, because it means nothing when you can't bring anyone to the city. And then when we do trade for someone, they leave. Like, I'm tired of us being so mediocre in that regard. Just go ahead, do what you got to do to get a top three pick for the next couple of years or make sure you can, you can get a Durant or a Damian Lillard, which we can't. So how we keep on flooding with this team where we're always going to be, at least at best, go to the second round, I'm done with those days. People like Phoenix, people like Charlotte now, have shown you how to build a franchise. And there's no reason why a Lamar Ball, or oh, I'm sorry, a LaMelo Ball, shouldn't be in a Wizards uniform if we did things the right way. I'm sorry, like, you couldn't got a lot more for John Wall, if eventually what you're going to do is have Westbrook for a season, and then Parell and Kuzma and people around the city talking about, well, that's not the moves we want to make. We we better keep them guys. What are we going to do? These aren't high level or high demand guys. So what we're going to do? We're going to get substitute teachers for more <laughs> substitute teachers. That's what that's what we do, man. So it's yeah. like,
2: yeah.
1: given that, man, I'm, I'm 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 happy about Westbrook and the season he had here, but it's unfortunate to see a guy. With the numbers he had in February, March, and April alone, us basically just barely getting to the playoffs as a playing team. And then we got this trade. So as far as West Unster Jr., man, I wish him the best. Um, I think he has a team that's going to be coachable. But Bill's going to have to be that number one. And this is going to be the season where we're going to see peace about their life.
0: That's I mean, that, that's a lot of um, – I don't, I don't, I don't want to say it's a, it's a lot of um, – it's a big – you know, shoes to to, to fill in because he, he wanted it, you know. It, it it wasn't his fault that you know Wall was traded because he was injury prone, you know. Um, it was unfortunate. Now he has what we got we got Den Spencer uh Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I call him Who was again
1: home. coming off of the injury. So he, he's not coming he's off a, a a career year, he's coming off of ACL injury. So this is what the weird, weird wizards do. So no disrespect. I know because of technology and healthcare and advancement of all of that. This injury is kind of common, but yeah. given our history, look at Gilbert. Look, like, look at Bernard mm-hmm. King. Look, I mean, look, look at our history when it comes to guys that we acquire who are previously injured. It's not good. It's not. Mm-hmm. Nope. nope. Thankfully, we did pay him that much. I mean, now I three years, it. 60 mil is equivalent to a three-year, 10-year million contract back in the 90s. So that's a very movable contract. But we'll, we'll see because the word is around, as I told Dan flat out, here's another thing I'm going to let out to this podcast only I do this for Dan I do this for RJ only (laughs) Bill wants to be a Celtic because he wants to play with with a St. Louis homeboy so if you hear Bill get traded at the trade deadline or before the all-star break and we end up making a move with the Celtics who do have the assets that we need they do have a Jalen Brown they do have picks you heard it here first he wants to play with Tatum
0: Man. that's another super team right there in the middle
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> that will be a beast oh, right there from from the Lou too yeah and yeah once they so, would take them yeah so see my, my, my thing is with Dinwiddie, he's gonna be like a, a ramon sessions 2.0
2: <laughs> ramon Sessions, you know what i
0: mean not because they look yeah. alike because they like skin and they got a they got a sharp goatee you know RG Live, yeah. they, they look the same yeah they do they got this honestly i mean maybe ramon session may be a little bit shorter Maybe I don't watch too much Spencer Din- Dinwiddie uh,
1: highlights. Highlights.
0: They just shoot the same, man. They pass the same. He may be,
1: he, he, no, he may be motivated because he's saying to himself, Brooklyn created that team, and everyone's predicting him to at least go to the Eastern Conference Finals, at least. And he was a part of that team before all those acquisitions, and they get rid of him. I'm hoping he uses that as ammunition yeah. to do something for us this year. So, um, given we got a new coach, and he has been praised by everyone around the league. Um, I'm waiting for Sam Paseo to get a job myself, so I think he's a guy that deserves an opportunity as well. But um, we'll see. Again, me being a hometown dude, I stick with the home teams. Um, but I'm a realist as well. But I'm going to support. But um, I'll cuss you out while I support you. You know what I'm saying? That's what what it is. So, yep. and I'm it, I'm I'm just intrigued to see how Bill is going to carry this thing because um, it's his time to now be seen as a number one. And Bill should be a top-five candidate for MVP this 2021-2022 season. No question. Anything below that will be uncivilized. We're at the Hulk true. Hogan and, and the old Jordan commercial. So okay. you yep. heard that here, man. Bill, Bill needs yep. to be top-five consideration MVP he, this year.
0: He got to be another – he got to repeat, like, his all-star starter, you know, perform, you know, like, yeah. bit, you know, the big – the voting that needs to come and play NBA all, you know, all NBA first team that needs to, needs to elevate them, elevate the team, you know, past the second round, you know, that those things have to come into play, but you know, he does have a 50 million, you know, uh, cap hit next year. So, <laughs> you know, that's a lot yes. of, that's like a lot of money, but later you know, that's, that's the expense of the NBA nowadays. All right. So uh, switching, I mean, um, with that follow-up question, um, those draft picks, those trade acquisitions that you were saying, they changed that team roster a lot. So, you know, you were really, you know, um, mentioning about the, the Wizards like competing. Like, how can they compete in that Eastern Conference? Because it's stacked now. You know, now with the, the Eastern, you know, the NBA champion came from the, the East now. You know, it's it's, it's shifted.
1: Bucks, and you look at the moves that Miami has made. Yeah, look at Miami. the moves Charlotte has made. Atlanta keep keeping their guys. Yep. Milwaukee's not moving. Brooklyn's not moving. The Knicks made very excellent moves this summer that I think will be underrated until you see them possibly fight for the Easter Conference as well. Um, it's going to come down to coaching. And again, it's going to come down to Bill because everyone that we acquired, at least, are coachable guys who are hungry, who are all pissed off for either being traded, being yeah. un- un- undervalued, or being underappreciated. That's everybody on his team, including Bill, like you mentioned, with the whole all-star snub. And since since he got snubbed that one year, he's been on a rampage ever since. So we got this whole team of hungry guys with something to prove and a coach who's always been heralded as an assistant but unproven as a head coach. So we go into a system which everyone has something to prove. And who knows? We may be looking at a 48-49 win team if they play that way because with that comes the hustle and motivation and extra possessions and defensive that – you know, outside of Burtog, which I can't stand because he can't play defense at all. No, and i just terrible. But he <laughs> again, that's the only player that Unsailed is really stuck with. Um, outside of that, he has a roster that's brand new. He has a superstar, one superstar on the team, and almost like 2K in which he has enough pieces where he can mold himself in without coming into a regime where it's something old that he's kind of taken over. No, he can do the whole thing. I think this team has opportunity to play that hunger type of we have nothing to lose everything to gain no one likes us no one respects this type of mentality and, and and win 46 40 47 games this year which will put us at five or six in the east
0: so you know I, one one team you didn't mention kev and they made a big splash in the free agency is uh, and also rj's team is the bulls that bulls team is going to be nice with lonzo ball
2: caruso with,
0: with Caruso, the yeah, front, the Caruso. they got Zach Levine and yeah. they got DeRozan, and they got we mm-hmm. uh, think- v- 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 uh, uh, the- said the center from a uh, magic too, yeah. yeah.
1: Nikolai, bullish. The thing with that is, um, I like the fact that they put pride in saying we're going to have enough people not only here that's going to sell tickets, that's going, going to be exciting because DeMar DeRozan could c- steal Kino slouch and Zach Levine, he- he- he's up there to me. Um, or will be this upcoming season. Um, I like the fact that they say, you know, we're going to put a winning team on this floor. And even if we are a first-round exit or whatever, we're going to show that we have at least the effort to do what we need to do to become Mm -hmm. a winning team again. So I like the pieces. My thing with Chicago is defensively um, what they're going to do because everyone needs the ball to be effective, even ball. So with ball and Levine and with, the Rose and then you got a center who's offensive-oriented. My concern is only one ball, and although Lonzo Ball, no pun intended, likes to pass the ball, um, you got you got a center who needs to be effective with the ball. Everyone needs the ball in their hands. DeMar DeRozan, so I'm going to see how that kind of mixes up, but either way, they're going to be better than what, what they were, and I love their bench. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're benched with um, that, that boy from U- U- UNC. I'm an anti Heel fan, so I don't want to call him out, but fro boy from UNC, and, white. And, and,
2: and,
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a Michigan and Georgetown fan at heart, so I'm, an, I'm anti-Tar Heels for, for my entire life. But um, I like what Chicago did. And um, to be a junkie, it is a great time for the NBA because NFL season is right around the corner. Preseason games just started, and we're talking about the NBA still. So Adam Silver is, is a beast when it comes to being a commissioner. And mm-hmm. even if you are on the lowest totem pole, you got a shot. I don't see any team right now in the East or in the West. That's so down that they just are in trouble outside of the Pelicans. I think Zion is, is done with them. I won't be surprised if he demands a trade. I think he's yeah. so humble. He'll have his dad do it or his agent do it. But three coaches in three years, the roster they did this summer makes no sense. Zion is gone. And, um, that's the only team I see that's going gonna plummet. Will be New Orleans because um they didn't put things around them that that they need.
0: That's crazy. So like I also want to get your opinion too, uh, because So like there was a, a recent you know super team that was just created, you know, um, Melo, uh, Chris <laughs> Dunn, uh, who else? Who, who who else got there? R.J. Dwight um, Howard. Dwight Howard, Howard came back. Yeah. So are the Lakers the favorite to win it all, or do you think? it's going to be, you know, the Bucs, because, you know, the Bucs feels like slightly disrespected as far as like being current NBA champs trying to repeat. Or are we going to see that dream matchup with, you know, the Nets versus the Lakers uh, next next season?
1: Well, the Bucks messed up because I know re-signing P.J. Tucker would have been a big hit on their um, luxury tax, but you pay that when you're a championship team. Championship teams sacrifice that, and P.J. being gone is significant. Um, I think that the Lakers are favorites because as a coach once told me a couple of years ago when he came to D.C. to play the Wiz- Wizards, young players get you fired. And I've, it's never been a young team to get to the finals and win a championship in the NBA. Maybe a younger veteran team, but young players get you fired. And the pieces matched with L.A., Everyone, again, like the Wizards I mentioned, are hungry. And everyone so far makes sense. Them picking up Dwight Howard is, I think, the most important acquisition this summer. And you can't underestimate that he has redefined his game. Unlike Iverson and other guys that get older, he realized Mm -hmm. I can still be effective being how I'm being. And he probably has five or six more years in the league. And him being able to alleviate things from what we criticized Anthony Davis for That's how they got their first ring. Um, I think that all those guys fit. I think they all get along. I think Malik Monk is going to end up being an animal for that team. I think he's going to be what Alan Stevenson was for Indiana. He's going to be just that guy. I I really like what what they did because this is going to be basically that one-year ride, and everybody's going to be motivated, and you got the right guys with the right experience. And call it what you want but there's no team that won an NBA championship with a whole bunch of young fools. Um, It's a veteran team. So outside of injury, it's hard to deny them. Um, Defensively I'm concerned, but then you always got Dwight. So you play Dwight and Anthony Davis together. That's kind of tough. No matter who you're playing. And you've got Dwight who can at least, I won't say minimize, but at least neutralize a Aiton or even a Greek Freak yeah. or a Gobert, he, he's done that already, and sure. he's proven. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that, that, that Dwight Howard is key to that team, and I would not be surprised if they don't go re-sign JaVale McGee before the season's out for, for, for the playoffs. Um, I really like the, Lake, the late Lakers this year. I really do, man. Um, and after Westbrook's season last year, and people sleep on the fact that he still remains healthy throughout all of this. They're going to be tough, man. Come playoff time. They're going to, I only hear about half four. I, they're going to be tough. And um, it's going to be intriguing, man. So outside of energy, which I don't want to call, I wish that on anybody. So I like to have a fair season where people could just play, but I really think between the three of us and the world watching the key to the NBA is my main man, Clay Thompson. If Clay comes back healthy and hundred percent, the league is in Trouble, what yeah. he does on the on the offensive side and defensive side with who they picked up, Golden State is almost like playing 2K, the cheat mode in which they got <laughs> all of their foundation and they're still <laughs> able, able to draft guys, lottery picks. So they're not able. This, this is next. clay Thompson holds the key to the lead. Klay Thompson comes back Cal healthy, the whole league changes. I'm telling you, go Golden State. I don't care who's in the lead, they're taking it if clay Thompson comes back a thousand percent. Two, uh, two Clay means that urged. much to, to the lead. Do you think that. he'll he,
0: think he'll bounce back out of that,
1: that ACL injury? No question. And the thing is that people don't realize how much how many miles that are on like a LeBron's body or on, you know, a Paul, uh, a Chris Paul's body. I think he's now been ha- having a chance to actually heal himself. But to get some rest too and get some years back off his career because you got to think most was on that run, that was a lot of games, man, every year. So yeah. my prayer for him is that it's not, and I'm about to pull out a name that you guys know, hope it's not a Brandon Roy situation. Yeah. Oh, Brandon man. Roy was robbed yeah. of his career. And um, before there was a Dame Lillard trust me, Brandon Roy was holding the earth for the for, for oh, yeah. Blazers. Yes, and um, I'm just hoping the rest that he's got, he's able to come the way he's supposed to come back because I don't want him to get robbed. And we've been robbed so many guys like a Brandon Roy or Grant Hill or Penny Hardaway, yeah. um, due to detrimental injuries, man. And, and Clay getting hurt again, um, concerns me knowing it wasn't on the basketball court, but he's young enough and I hope he can bounce back, man. but I think Clay Thompson holds the key to the NBA, man. I really do with the, with the step that we're getting him and Clay it's lights out, man. It's lights out. Wow. Um, the, so,
0: so who's your pick next year to be in the NBA finals?
1: All things considered. I won't give a finals prediction, but I will say my, my 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 final four, all things considered, Lakers, Golden State, I'm probably going to surprise you here, and I'm going to say Brooklyn and the Knicks. Wow. Knicks
2: New
0: York. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Knicks are somewhere down the line, well.
1: somewhere down the line, seating is going to go a little crazy, and there's going to be a surprise team in, in the East that's going to sneak to the East, the Conference Finals. It's going to be unexpected, almost identical to what, Atlanta. Like, I think that the East yeah, is just Atlanta. so deep and so young with teams being built the right way. I think every year in the East right now, it's going to be a surprise team yeah. that at least sneaks in the East, the Conference Finals, at least. Yeah, I agree. That is crazy. All in right, the West, I- not so much, but in the East, definitely.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, so one last question for you, Kev. I appreciate your time. You know, shout oh, out nah, to man, you. Please,
1: man. I'm, out, I'm outside. I'm outside. <laughs> it's all good. But I'm dun, outside. Dun, what are you doing?
0: Here? <laughs> New York. No, i just kidding. All right, so switching from basketball to football, Washington football team, NFC East. Do you think they'll be better than last year? And who do you have? Win- who you who you do you do? have them winning the NFC East?
1: Our defense, man, is going to be on 85 Bears level. That boy Young, I've never seen someone outside of Lawrence Taylor, and i am watching football since I was four years old, um, be as talented and as young and as I never I never see someone that young with with the leadership that he has. And we are comfortable with having this placeholder at quarterback. Um, I think that Fitz magic has one more, two more years left left in them. Um, I like us because of a defense, but we are still in the NFC lease. So seven Mm -hmm. games gives you a chance. Eight games gets you in nine games wins it all. And I'm never going to believe in Dallas until Troy Aikman and Emma Smith and Er (laughs) and Irvin comes back. Like, I'm just, that's what it is. So Philadelphia is going to have their issues. Um, the Giants, I'm just concerned about Boxer's injury and, and, and their coaching. I'm just – it's ours It's ours to win defensively alone. And I think we have enough pieces on offense. All we got to have Fitz do is be him and not lose a game. But yeah. Fitz can win you a game. If he can win more games for us when it counts instead of losing us with interceptions, I think we're in good shape. My own thing is that it's going to come to a point in which we'll have to invest long-term in a quarterback that we trust and want to build on getting these guys one, two years. Um, it's not going on to work, but I got us when the 10 games did this year. I think we went in the NFC East and with our defense, we may win 11, but if fits want to be fits the bad fits, we may <laughs> fight. We, we may fight for seven games. So that's where, where we are. But our defense is going to win us five games this year. We will go five and 10 scoring no offensive touchdowns at all. Just field goals in defense, we would win five games. That's how good our defense is. <laughs> I mean, they did that did.
0: in yeah. the 49ers game, you know. That
1: there was you a nice go. Terrible team. So but um Fitz, from what I've seen, he's motivated. Um, he's happy. I know run. we have a defensive mind minded coach, so him and offensive coordinator get along very well. And um I think people are sleeping on our wide receiver core as well. So um I'm just hoping that the NFC will represent itself a whole lot better than the last year. Just overall, I'm not a Giants fan. I cannot stand Philadelphia fans because I think they are the most <laughs> nastiest fans ever. And of course, I'm anti-Cowboys being born and raised in D.C. But I want us as as a conference or as a division, if you will, to just represent ourselves better, man. Everybody being below 500, man, is just embarrassing. Yeah, that's... like, come on now. Like, 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 like we're fighting for last seed. Like, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, man. Like, like y'all professionals, man. Come on now, man. What's winning? Yeah. What's going to eight and eight, my brother? Come on, <laughs> right? That's ridiculous. So, like,
0: you know, there's also that trade rumor, right? You know, with Deshaun Watson possibly being traded to Philadelphia. So, what, what, how would that change the outcome of the the, the, the division?
1: I, I mean, I, I be honest with you, man. Given all this drama that we had in our organization, with you know the sexism and with the um, misogynistic stuff that went that went on organizational wise. Until that brother is is free and clear, I think it's a problem. I, I just I don't see him not playing the way he played before because yeah. of the because of the distraction. And we are in a nation right now in times with you know the Me Too movement, post George Floyd. You know, um even with the NFL, what they've done the past five five years post the Ray Rice situation. Um, we're we're just in a world now that that's changing when it comes to. Relations when it comes to sexism, when it comes to females, when it, come, when it comes to race, when it comes to pre- prejudice. And his allegations are serious. And I think yeah. it is too early right, right now for him to even concentrate on football. So if Philadelphia wants to take, take that on, that's fine. But there's going to be, like in every other city and town in America, a group of people that are not going to appreciate him being in that uniform right. until he is totally clear or he's done his due diligence and time for whatever crimes that were committed. So um, I'm glad we stayed away from them. And um, I'm not wishing Philly anything bad on them per se, but as a fan, good, because that's less of a distraction on us mm-hmm. and more on them.
0: So, so RJ is actually an, an Eagles fan. So what, what do you think about like possibly getting uh, <laughs> Deshaun Watson?
2: Man, I, I don't really want him, to be honest with you. I'm good there, with there Jalen go. Hurts. You got to let go. Jalen Hurts play, man. You drafted him for a reason. So you got to let him go. There you go. That's just me.
1: And not oh, yeah. only that, man, but RJ, I saw, and me not even being a fan, me just watching the game, I saw how enthused his offensive line and players were once he got in the game. Oh, yeah. No disrespect yeah. to went to anyone else, but I saw, maybe he had his deficiencies as far as practice, but I saw how motivated his teammates were when he got in the game. And that lets exactly. me know alone. He got some leadership qualities about him, that his team is behind him at least. Exactly. That's worth something.
2: Yep. I agree.
1: That's crazy. That like Philadelphia so played a whole lot different when he got into the game. Like I yeah. saw dudes pucker up. That's just yeah. a whole lot.
2: Yeah. Even when Nick Foles is in that, you know,
1: <laughs> there you go.
2: Something about it, you know. It's just something wrong with Wentz, to be honest with you. I mean, he's good and everything, but it's some something, something wrong with his leadership. So, you know, leave it at that.
1: <laughs> and the thing is, with that man, NFL man, that position is not a position which you could say where the wide receiver got it, or. The running back got it. That's a position in which you got to have that quality, man, for you to be a Super Bowl contending team. Even the quiet guys like an Eli Manning, for example, guys will tell you now that he's, you know, retired, how much of a leader he was. He just yeah. wasn't vocal and upfront, but they said, yeah, you get in the locker room with him or something, it was a problem. So, um, that's just a, a quality in the NFL you got to have, which is the reason why, even this past draft, so many quarterbacks going in the first round, the evaluations were what they were because that was one of the things that guys wanted to see the difference between you know all quarterbacks that, that were drafted you know what I mean so I'm intrigued to see how this first round goes with all these quarterbacks that were drafted because leadership quality and um, I guess they call it intangibles were key terms that were stated throughout that draft process so I'm gonna see how yeah. guys pan out yeah. Hertz so, got it all, all he got to do now is just improve as a professional yep just play. I, I'll take him let y'all release him and let the scan take him. I'll take him with no problem yeah. yep I don't mind that either
2: you got a lot to prove, man.
1: RKF, so I forgot to ask you one
0: question regarding shoes, um, sneakers. Please, man. Um, yeah, yeah. I know you. I know you picked up the. Me and RJ were talking. we were talking about it before we recorded. So you picked up the the black um, Griffey ones. Um, tell us like you know the, the quality of the shoe, um, because you know like RJ was telling me that like, he was look, he was he had an opportunity to get them at is it a Finish Line, Finish Line, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you know thought not getting them. So I, we want to know from your buyer's perspective, like you know, what's your, what's your thoughts on, on the sneaker that you cop today?
1: I mean, they are identical to the last ones and the last really? ones came out. My daughter was three. So that was, that. she's 13 now. So that was 10 years ago. Oh, I remember, wow. she was shooting three or four. Damn. Yeah. So at, at that point in time, um, the pair I have are done. Bubbles are done. The black is turning white on the side. So at that point, it's really all about nostalgia because I'm, I'm gonna wear them out anyway. And that colorway is one of my favorite colorways. And now we're in the game now. That shoe restoration is big business too. So yeah. you hooked me up with, with 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 the Leary and getting repaint repainted and so so forth. But being able to walk into the store, old school, pick them up, see them, and be like, you know, I've, I've been wanting these for a while. I get them for retail. Um, plus my little twenty dollars off it, finish line of my little points. Oh yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. To me, yeah, it was a old it was an old school win because yeah. Me being responsible now, I always, since we know releases are usually six months in advance, I have my board now of wants, and that was my top three want of the year. And for me having a top three want, I can literally walk in the store and it's there and the size is there and I can walk in and out. It was just one the moment. So that shoe, I know the white on the sides is going, going to peel anyway, because even if you walk them because that midsole is so squishy, the paint just cracks anyway. That's right. just the design of, of the shoe. So with that being said, I'll have a, a Lurie repaint them, or, or I'll buy another pair, or you know me, Dan. We're at the point now, we, may, we have salaries now. I, I can get rid of that shoe for probably 50, 60 bucks shoes, put that into a new pair, mm-hmm. and just, that's what I'll do, man. This is one of my top favorite shoes um, of all time. So that's where I met with it. I, this wasn't a shoe I was really concerned about, the quality, unless they really went cheap on the suede or, or new buck, and they didn't. So they comparable to the last retro, but if you ever, ever had an original or first, you know, string or first release of anything, you're never going to get that feeling again. Like, okay. I don't care if you had a, the first Jordan 4 in, you know, in 88, 89, or if you had the first Bobo Jackson, that came, like, if you had the first stuff, all you could do is go for it, for nostalgia, and make it again. Because you're never going to get that quality again, um, even with how they make materials now in this day and age. So a lot of people don't understand that a lot of things are about just the materials and materials that were made back then for the price that it was made. is just different. So leather now is just different than what, what it was back in the nineties. So trying to get that stuff back is, is extremely expensive. If someone's going to pay $400 for a Bo Jackson. No. So night, has to kind of put that into consideration. You know, yeah. how much can you put into materials being premium without taxing someone to know they're not going to move for a retail price. So, um, but yeah, but these, these grippies, man, they all that to me. And that's what it's all about. It ain't about Instagram or all of a sudden they flip for 500 or a celebrity wearing them. No, this shoe was on my top three. And um, I've been waiting for them. And people knew I've been waiting for them because, um, like I said, I wore my last ones until literally I couldn't wear them anymore. So um, I'm happy with them. But it's more about nostalgia and the quality on them. I mean, the paint is cheap on, on, on the mid. So it was still some white spots. Although it should, should be black. That kind of stuff, man, I'll let it ride because I'm wearing them. And and, and again, man, I was blessed just walk into a store. No drama, no lines, no going to StockX or no going to GOAT or no going to offer up to see who has it around here for at least $100 over retail. I was happy to just go in, go out, get a phone call, say, hey, man, your top three is here. Come, come grab it and be in, in and out. So that means a whole lot more to me now, you know, than anything.
0: You know, and then shout out, you know, for people to, you know, looking out for you too, you know, that's all also, um, you know, a blessing and, you know, you always want to, you know, take care of, you know, your, your, um, your people. you know, like the people that you've been associated with, that's always been, you know, a common sense thing. So a lot of people don't, they take that for granted because that's how bridges get burned and they don't realize, you know, how much help they've given to you over the years. And, you know, a, a simple thank you or like, you know, buying them lunch or you know, repaying the, the favor in return. Those, those are things that you can do for them. You know, you're not I'm not asking you, oh, I want to buy you this, this and that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not more of that. It's just more of like the common courtesy. So I think that's what in today's society, people forget you know, that, hey, I got your back, man. Whatever you need, whatever, if I can get it for you, you know, I'm going to do it. And So I, I met you like,
1: earlier damn man. We're just in a wicked, wicked world, man. And integrity and morals are for sale. You know what I mean, literally, and, and it's sad, but I can tell you, man, that just me being, you know, a man of faith and a man of God, man, you gotta be good to people because you never know who you are connected to that will get that favor. So right. for example, you know, your son may avoid an accident because you were good to some, someone else. Like, you never know how that will come in your favor and not necessarily you directly, people you are connected to, man. So. Once I got that, I'm a part of a different system, man. So I'm not looking for guys. Like I have to fight guys and not give me a tip or I'm like, nah, man. Like I don't want to block my blood, bloodless about overcharge. Like that's just me, man. So once you get in that kind of system and then you start to realize how good God is, man, it's, it's easy. So it ain't me looking out for people for some kind of interior motive or some kind of clout. Nah, man, it's, it's, it's being who I'm going to be, man, because, um, you got to be good to people, man, because you you got families, you know, you got relatives and um, you'd be surprised the stuff that um, they will be covered for from you being a good person, man. So that's just my philosophy and how I live.
0: Facts. So here it is. Kevin just, you know, the OG himself spoken. He spoke his mind. He made a prediction about phone posits. (laughs) And, you know, maybe that will, you know, that could maybe could come into fruition.
1: Subject to change. Subject to change. Because, you know, the Silver the silver is supposed to have been out by now. And they yeah. Oh, my God. The Duncans.
0: Reason. I forgot about those.
1: Yes. So, things are subject to change for whatever reason. So, the Duncans oh. are in production. They were produced. So, they're just sitting on them. I'm putting that out there. Why? I do not know. They're supposed to come out this spring. So, to be continued. So, but, yeah.
0: So, until then, until then, we will wait patiently. Or until we see that first leak from, you know... The, the the sample ig stars what i call them yeah ig stars <laughs> the oh, intentional i got this. i got these uh these snow boys Chuck these E cheese, so boy. <laughs> Chuck, these Chuck Chuck cheese boy. boys as you know you should put that on the shirt yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah but yeah uh first and foremost kevin thank you so much for coming on tonight you know props to you you know kevin you've been standing up for over an hour in front of that yeah
2: man
1: that DC yeah, sign, that, that's, out, that's all love. Going, I'm outside, man, yeah. you gotta understand. You, burning, you burning calories
0: too, you know, you're, you're pacing yourself <laughs> around, you it know is, what I
1: mean? It is 71 degrees right now out here. In August in, yeah. in, in, in DC, it is nuts. Like I can have a jacket on right now and be comfortable. Like this global warming thing is real, man. So yeah. we, we got, I'm, I'm telling you, man, like this is nuts. Like I will probably, to turn my AC off in the house and have the windows up in August. Like, it's nuts out here, man. So yeah. I appreciate y'all, man. It's a perfect night. Um, but I just want to do something different, man. Be out here, be outside. I'm just so fortunate that um, I don't have to have a mask on and, and, and just be out here and be distance and talk to y'all, man. And y'all doing the right thing, man. I appreciate y'all growth and y'all development. And I know um, when y'all get on ESPN and on Fox, so I'll be like, I knew those guys. So y'all going to forget about me. <laughs> hey, the the little good. people yeah. I'm looking forward to. We're and RJ, like... you know... I'm looking forward to getting up with y'all, man, once things get clear and we're totally safe. I'm looking forward to getting up with y'all, man, and connecting, definitely. Um, Because things have been virtual and distance now for over a year and a half, you know what yeah. I mean, with nuts. So um, we're making the best out of things. I'm glad we got the technology that we can do something like this, man. But props to y'all, man, because y'all doing it the right way. So props to y'all, man.
2: Hey, and props to you, that. man. Like, you know, I appreciate the knowledge that you dropped into me, man. So I appreciate that, too, man. So.
0: Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I've been, I've known Kevin over 20 years, you know, uh, one of my you know, closest and oldest friends, um, you know, he's still the same person to this day, you know, life changed. We, like he was saying before we had kids mortgages and, you know, pay, you know, paid off cars and, you know, all the sneakers that you can think of, you know, we had, we all had the same passion, man, which is, you know, sports basket, you know, sports sneakers, and life yeah. you know, those are the things that surrounded us and that's what gravitated us and that was kept us humble so um you know just want i also want to just say thank you uh big Cat, for the you know the friendship um hopefully like i said when this world is back to normal i don't know when uh, it's <laughs> terrible right now but you know we definitely want to link up with you in person yeah. give you a real debt you know what All i mean right. you know <laughs> I would like to chop it up with you in person mm-hmm. you know sitting down to you know you don't mm-hmm. have to stand up for an hour because
1: it's but, nothing man <laughs> trust me yeah. I'm, i got these flight pods on and they they trust me these 99s they, they ain't going nowhere these are these are they I, like i said me standing here like i got on you know what i'm saying the the no disrespect to you but i don't got on the last carbon joints where my feet were probably blistering right now so <laughs> <laughs> it's all good yeah. Yeah, hey, like, hey. i know size 12 size 10 rj um when you get a chance man just text me or email me at your address as well so um, yeah. again when stuff comes my way man, it's, i got too much of this man i just kind of just give the stuff the stuff away so as long as i got just size man you you cover but i look i look look up for other kids too so yeah um, if you got get some get the sizes as well
0: yeah yeah i mean mm. them first you know i mean especially the kids that need, need yeah. the sneakers you know like yeah, they, they need it. to be prioritized so you know, just definitely look out for them before you look out for us. So, you know, we understand that, that that's it's first and foremost about all about the kids.
1: Well, Dan, I've never been to California before, and I hate saying that because I sound like an old oh, city. Ed, but I'm coming to California. man. I put my butt on a plane. You got I got to come to the West.
0: Oh, yeah. I we'll it. definitely link up. I'll, you know, we, we can talk shop at Hillary. You we know, we, we buy you some tacos. <laughs> you know, there's more to life than Taco Bell and Chipotle. You know, that's all <laughs> I thought when I was living in the DMV. <laughs> oh, my God, you just, you, your yeah. mind will be mind blown with, with the culture and the diversity and, you know, the sneaker game is kind of different here. That's why like, I still keep it real. You know, there are certain things you just have to observe and just, you know, absorb. But, you know, you, you know, you'll know it for sure if it's real or not, you <laughs> know, as, as far as like people and the way people act. So <laughs> definitely, yeah, definitely would like, you know, yeah. more than welcome to visit, you know, show you around. Yeah, man. I mean, definitely gonna. Hopefully, like I said, when this world is like normal and it's functional and we don't have to wear masks anymore, I don't know when will that be. But yeah, hopefully soon. And because I've been wanting to go back home too, I just can't.
1: Understood. And it's again, man. It's it's better to stay safe. That's all. And um, the loss I've endured alone. Just know that this virus is real. And that's and I'll I'll leave it at that, man. So y'all stay safe, man. But um. It has been a challenge emotionally, psychologically, mentally, with the amount of loss um, in my family that's COVID-related alone. So, um, anything y'all can do to stay safe, um, you got definitely my full support. Definitely.
0: Yeah, of course. And you know, you know, for the people that have been affected, you know, with COVID and um, you know people that are grieving, you know, we also our thoughts and prayers to to everyone that's affected with that. So, always keep that in mind. That you know, we always think, you know, we're always, always thinking of you guys. So, you know, whoever's listening right now or, you know, that needs like prayers and thoughts, you know, we'll
1: always keep you guys, you know, close to our hearts. So we appreciate it. No problem with Dan. One thing you didn't do, we got to have a part three, because when we first talked about me getting back on, you told me I was going to be asked some challenging questions. So I hope with part three, I could throw shots like AI, because there are some celebrities, some requests <laughs> I know you and RJ got that you probably holding on to. So. We gotta have a part three. So we got, know, got some. We got some. I, I, we got I really some go man.
2: Yeah, we definitely gotta do a part three. You yeah,
1: talking, talking about practice? You talking
0: about practice? Yeah. You talking about practice? talking <laughs> about practice? Trust
1: me, RJ, your boy, your boy, got some stories. And now, statute of limitations now allows me to share these stories. So I got some stories for for you that, That's right. what I want to
0: hear, man. That's want to yeah, hear. Right, want to so. hear. It. And then you know maybe like sitting down. You know what I mean? Like sitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Sitting down on the lawn chair or something. You know. Let's <laughs> you know, you know, we want to we want to hear the the story. So yeah, we definitely gonna bring you on. You have so much, so much story, so much content, so much advice. Uh, especially not not just for us, but for everyone that's listening r- out right now. There's wisdom, uh, man, that's a lot of wisdom, wisdom. man. Like yeah. it's not we're all just embracing it. You know, we're always learning something new every day. That's always like a growing factor for all of us. Especially that if they want to like better themselves, to be not it's not just about sneakers, man. It's just like life in general. You yeah. know, these life stories and tri- trials and tribulations. You know, that makes you makes you stronger and definitely, you know, makes you a better person too.
1: But we all the tribe, man. I take no credit at all, man. I just say that iron chopping is iron. So it wasn't for the people that are over me that, that I'm accountable to. So one thing I have learned in my adult life that um, I would say that authority is delegated, meaning that we are all the tribe. So anything that you think that you're getting out, out of me is someone else who embraced me and stood that in me. So. Positivity positivity can be spread as easily as negativity as well. And I'm all about spreading the positivity and the love, man. So that's all it is, man.
0: Yep. So like I said, until next time, we definitely we definitely gonna put you for part three. You know, we would definitely when when um like I said, man, like there's so much you know that we wanna like ask. Yeah,
2: it's I want to do. It's ask. just
0: not enough, you know. It's yeah, it's gonna be yeah. a part three or man. This is like a trilogy. Yeah, I got you some understand? smoke, man. I got
1: receipts, I got a lot of smoke, I got yeah. a lot of smoke. Yeah. So collector days, wale days. I mean, I got some smoke. I got some smoke. So we want to hear it all. Like I
0: said, you know, this is the you know, this is our our, the platform that we're doing it here. Um, and then, you know, I'm sure you got people's attention now, you know, especially like people that may not know you, but based on the you know, the stories and things that you're talking about in this podcast, they definitely got your attention. And you know, you got your receipts. So we can't wait to see those receipts.
1: Appreciate y'all. God take care, stay safe, and um, my last words is um to everyone out there, this too shall pass. So stay positive, stay productive, man. But this too shall pass.
0: All right, guys. So this is our uh, episode thirty-eight with uh the OG, the legend, the the respected Kevin Bailey from Washington D.C. Have a good night, guys. Appreciate you.